episode today um my name's will aka that friend from work i'm here with yeah you better be that friend from work it's your boy very wide on aka quite fuck that i'm the baby mama's work husband because <laughs> i watch her exhale so she can spread sheets what time did we get to <laughs> what time is it 40 seconds in and i'm like every seconds before everything fail 40 game 40 game um but yeah i know what time she off of work so why yeah yeah, I know it's how you off work too. Y'all got the same shit, so uh-huh. I see you outside. Hi guys, sure, <laughs> sure. I'm uh, the professor, and I'm gonna be her two K now. you say you'll be her too. You know the fans still on, and the door's still open. We are not fit right now. We're gonna be recording. Yeah, we are. We good. Sure, that ain't yeah. no problem. She didn't tell me how to take that out of uh, audio. Ooh, look and you have to today, man. I guess eighty-eight outside. Yeah, I'm sitting sweat box. It's gonna be uh, <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Shout out to listening session. Shout out to Twan. Twan wrapped the mummy in a whole yep. Ross formation. I can't even let me get it out. You see, I, I went to Twan wrapped the mummy. Stutter. You stutter. You go. So yeah, shout out to Twan wrapped the mummy. Shout out to everybody we saw at that motherfucker, bro. We met hello people. Trey was man. out there listening to dude named Kishan from. Yeah. Uh, he's from here, but he live in Indiana. Project. Three three three. Yep. That's the name of his album. You gonna fuck with it. You gonna fuck with we it. We scheduled a Big James interview. Okay. Yeah, for right. the 19th. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got some time, you feel me? And then I hope Greg was coming through as well. We ready okay. to hell. He, he pressed us. Pressed us. <laughs> pressed us. Walked up to us. Yeah, immediately. like. Hit us with the two hands up while talking. I see the camera. <laughs> I see the little cuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, shout out to Greg Shout out to everybody. But yeah, that was fun as fuck, even though it was. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Trey walked out with his mask on like, so we ain't doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. So it was cool, man. It was cool. Uh-huh. Man, whew, I've got half flash. That yeah. shit was ridiculous. But yeah, it's fun. I'm about to lose more weight this time. I'm geek. So yeah, we are. Uh, about to hear like his point guard. You want, since we did the point guard, you want to talk about some layup lines? You feel me? Let's go to my door. On the dust. <laughs> NBA playoffs <laughs> predictions, my nigga. The playoffs started Ooh, on Saturday. I gotta take off the play teams in, that I uh, thought was gonna be in. <laughs> <laughs> I for show sure put Warriors. The play in tournament was earlier in the week. The official playoff 16 seed started play. yesterday. I'm so John Moran versus the Jazz. Who played the Jazz? That's uh yeah, that's John. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah, John so question Moran. for you. So mm-hmm. I follow basketball here and there. I don't really like follow follow. He follows House of Highlights, mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts and Sports Center, and, and anything reposted by World Star Hoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, how do y'all feel about the playing tournament? Dope. I like it. Dope. Dope. It stops teams from uh, tanking, yeah, and it gives so teams hard. extra shots at getting mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So like the playing tournament is it one game each? Nah, nah. it's is it, like, like wild card football. It, it's set so, up like it's the seven and eight seed. They mm-hmm. play each other to see who gets the seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, the loser of that game goes to the consolation for the eight seed. So just one game, like that. that yeah, yeah, that's seven and eight. They play one time. I like that. Mm-hmm. Winner gets the seven seed. Loser goes to the consolation game. Yep. The nine and ten seed play each other. Yep. Loser eliminated. Winner. Mm-hmm. Goes to the consolation game yep. to play the loser of you know the mm-hmm. seven eight. All right. Whoever wins that gets the eight seed. Yep. All right. Hard. 
That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Yeah. Especially since it's only one game. Yeah, and yeah. it uh, it allows for the NBA to market some of their stars that's on shitty teams like uh, Zion. Mm-hmm. With like the Pelicans were in contention to make the play in tournament mm-hmm. until Zion got injured. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, another layer. Yeah, of just yeah. It gives you more stress. reason to go harder through the end of the yeah. season. Yeah, as opposed to resting. Like yeah. this season, we got in playoff tournament. We got to see the Lakers and the, uh, the Warriors. The Warriors, which is nuts to see. That I see the memes with was it David Stern when he saw when he saw he got yeah. a Warrior Lakers yeah. playing final or playing game. Yeah. Cause he, yeah, he flipped that. <laughs> He's like, I can do everything. <laughs> what you need? Yeah. Oh, the Diddy shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> that shit had me. All in right, baby. Yeah. yeah, that shit was hilarious, yeah, bro. Man, but it's that's, that's that's cool. Um, as far as the playoffs go, bro. Yeah, yeah. What you thinking? Who, man, who you got? At the West. Yeah, who you got? Who, we'll go. Who you got? Western Conference Finals. Who's who Western Conference Finals? Yeah, who's the two? Lakers, okay, and Jazz. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the Western Conference Finals, I'm going. Um, that Lakers Sun matchup is gonna be nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Chris gonna get bounced the first round. <laughs> <laughs> like all that work the yeah. niggas did. Yeah. Uh, West, I'm going. Uh, see, with Jamal out, how long is he out for? Jamal Murray? Yeah. Oh, he's done for the season, bro. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I'm not going here. Yeah, ACL. Yeah. We'll he's, out. he's out of here. Yeah, he's not. They're not going to beat that nigga. I got that shit at it. Oh, bet. I'm going Lake and Clips. I know they just got beat yesterday. On That's they, what I was just about to say. Turf. You believe in playoff P? I, I believe in Kawhi. Mm. Okay, that's fair. I believe in I believe in Kawhi and partial playoff P, but that's not going to be I enough. I believe in Kawhi and Rondo. That's so, and this is this is why I say it's not going to be enough. To drag him through that because a lot of the motherfuckers on that Clippers team ain't got it up here, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to mm-hmm. fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Because like yesterday, shit got tight. Niggas was giving the ball to Kawhi. They was walling Kawhi off. And As get the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Give it to playoff P. Yeah. And he's supposed to cook up with it. But, you know. But I still think they're going to do something, bro. I ain't going to. Hey, we'll see. <coughs> Them niggas, in my opinion, purposefully take to avoid the Lakers until the conference finals. We Makes saw sense. what good that helped them last no, year. That's. <laughs> man, hey, you don't really follow me enough to. I, I, I follow I follow y'all. Y'all give me Yeah, a lot the of niggas, my, like last the year, they. they Lost some games down the uh, <laughs> down the line to avoid playing the Lakers into the conference finals. Makes yeah. sense. They in the conference semifinals up three one on the Jazz. No, was it the Jazz? No, it was the Nuggets. Nuggets. They was up three one yeah. on the Nuggets and then mm. lost. I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember playoff P. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray went crazy, nuking the niggas. Went stupid. Bro. Defensive lockdown wings getting cooked. Yeah, I'm talking like <laughs> barbecue chicken. Multiple <laughs> step back. Kawhi. Take this. Over yeah. and over again? You going to put PG on yeah. me? Take this Jamal and then take another Murray. one. <laughs> That's honestly where he got his name, bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, in the, in the bubble, in the bubble him up. and uh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell went yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's when I became a Devin Booker went stupid <laughs> in the bubble, too. Yeah. But uh, who you got coming out the East, man? So That's when I started following Donovan Mitchell. At the East? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Eastern Conference Finals. Because um, I know the Lakers coming out the West. That's why I don't want to do the uh, who coming out. 76ers. Ooh. Nets. Yeah, it's gonna be Nets. Yeah, and um, I would love to see a Lakers Nets full healthy final. I wish it would have been the Celtics Nets in the conference championship. You know what I mean? What's Eastern uh, Conference? Them Celtics ain't they not that they, no more without Jalen, bro. They um, can't stay healthy. I'm going Bucks 
and Nets. Mm. You think the Bucks? Uh, but, the wait, 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 wait. They play the Heat. But that's three six. So the Bucks would play. They would have to either play. Uh, oh yeah, you know that like, numbers to them. Who would they have to yeah. play? The, in the next round, yeah. if the Bucks win, they got to play the, the winner of the Nets. Oh, that's shitty. Uh, okay, so I'm going out that. Yeah. Nets and, um, damn, who got the easiest road? The 76ers, my nigga. That's what you just said. Because the 76ers played uh, the Wizards. Are they New York? 76ers, yeah. yeah. yeah they're full? They got yeah. the, the one seed, so they, they play the Wizards. The Hawks in New York. Yep, they either play the Hawks or the Knicks. Second round. Ain't like stopping Joel. Yeah, that's a walk. Granted, right now, the Wizards was giving the niggas the blues last time I looked. Because the jump shooters wasn't jump shooting, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and B got in foul trouble. But yeah. down the line, seven-game series, that, that's what I'm taking for my, my finals okay. matchup. So while we still on the subject of basketball, you were talking mm-hmm. about this Kwame Brown situation? Don't say Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Like I, I apologize. Kwame Brown versus everybody. Yeah, what's, what's the story? Cause you, you told me a little bit about it, but. If you've been popping shit about Kwame Brown the over the last years. 20 years, nigga, he got receipts, yeah, and he, he coming for that app. Kwame doesn't forget. <laughs> Kwame, Kwame, Kwame don't forget, man. And Kwame Word. don't text. <laughs> <laughs> like Machete, my man. Pulling up, up FaceTiming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, so yeah. little history for those who don't know. Kwame Brown, 2001, number one overall pick, mm-hmm. fresh out of high school mm-hmm. by the Washington Wizards, right? Mm-hmm. Fortunately, but unfortunately for him, he gets put on the team where Michael Jordan comes back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Steps out of the owner position, comes back. And, you know, anybody who knows anything about MJ as a teammate, he is a difficult teammate, and he essentially ground that young man into dust. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. granted, he's the number one overall pick, but he's fresh out of high school. At that time, the game was a lot more physical. Uh-huh. You know, you got to have that time to acclimate. He didn't get that. Uh-huh. So he was immediately, like, rolled and then labeled a bust. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bounced around the league, journeyman, whatever, whatever. Made, what, 60 mil? For a career, something like that, he got, he got his bread. Yeah, he got his bread. Okay, you know what I'm saying six eleven nigga that can rebound and block shots. You know, oh, but he was just labeled a bust. I wouldn't look at his stats too after like his whole. Day. Mm-hmm. I see why he was labeled that. Man. Yeah, but like, I think part of that too is that whole crazy. like era where motherfuckers was over projecting cats coming out of high mm-hmm. school. Because I thought about him, and then I thought about somebody. And if you're a real sports fan, you will know. Uh, Indy Eby. Sounds familiar, but I'm not hip. I'm not hip. Same draft as LeBron. Was supposed to be second or third uh, best player in that draft or whatever. Mm-hmm. Came fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Went to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to... Uh, yo, we got a special guest. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, fam? How you What's doing? Get top on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say? Bro. We just talking basketball. Are you up on the uh, Kwame Brown? Oh, come on! <laughs> Legend in one game, like his Pee Wee Curse. That nigga broke down the whole Breakfast Club. <laughs> like I, I compared it to Pusha T. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Like he ethered the whole one the by shit one. Make your yeah. soul burn. Like, yeah. the, fa- the, fa- the fact that. Charlemagne filed a cease and desist <laughs> against, against Kwame Brown I didn't hear for speaking this. on the fact that he pled guilty to rape. The fact that Char- Charlemagne will talk the same shit to anybody else who uh-huh. did it, but when it was him, 
You filed a cease and desist, fam? Yeah. What? Nah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled this is new. Cards. I gotta do some. Yeah, that was just that just came out last night. And I heard you know, I was talking to someone. I was like, yeah. oh man, Charlamagne about to get in trouble. I don't know, Kwame yeah. did that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. call me E3 people, yeah. bro. He out here. But then that allegations, like, didn't talk about that in his book, Charlemagne's book? Yeah. Oh, because that's I the same one? That. Yeah. He talked about that in the book? Yeah. yeah. Which what? one? The, um, the, the, his first one. Yeah. The, okay. okay. Black Privilege? Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He tried he to slide out. You know what I'm saying? He talked about it and then tried to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, he, talk, he, like, he threw it in so you yeah. know how, like, like oh when your mama God. came home and you know you did something and you yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I cleaned the kitchen. I did, this, <laughs> I, did that. I did that. The laundry room caught on fire, but I did this. I did that. I'm like, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. That's, that's I got to do some. Yeah, that's hilarious yeah. that he did that, man. Yeah. I just yeah, wanted right. to pull the nigga off of Matt Barnes because he was on Matt Barnes. No, they about to have a boxing match. Oh, uh, he don't want that with Kwame. No, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, Kwame got country nigga straight. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing nobody gets, uh, he didn't have any any post moves or nothing, but Kwame Brown was always strong as shit. Shit, yeah. And he's yeah. 6'11". Like, yeah, he knocked reach. out like, he fought like 20 people in a fucking uh, bar once. Don't surprise me. Don't surprise me. And country dude. Just, like, yeah. And his family is like, like that. Yeah. Like his dad in prison, I want to say for either uh, manslaughter or something like that. Huh? His brother got a charge for a physical altercation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, oh, it's in their it's in their blood. Yeah, it's DNA. Yeah, they are with the shits. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, what he doing now? You want to introduce yourself, man, I to mean, the people so that you know what I mean? Because all we said was get top on the phone. <laughs> 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 well, like, we ain't, it's we ain't so funny that I have a whole different name on this podcast. <laughs> like, um, I, I'm CEO Hayes, your mama's favorite podcaster. Um, that's really it. I was going to go down the line. The red-bearded assassin, <laughs> the dad by God, the content king, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. That's that's who I is. So. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Fire AKA. <laughs> there it is. There it is. What, what we got next on the docket there, sir? Man, we, uh, Thoughts Over 30, bro. Thoughts so, Over 30. So this is a segment where we basically talk about the things we learned this week, realizations, just stuff that happened throughout the week that I wouldn't realize when I was younger. This mm. is the grown man like, shit. Like, for me, <laughs> I learned the importance of that 1% cash back on your debit card transaction. <laughs> <laughs> bought, bought a pair of uh, pack of backwoods last week. I got the text that, yo, this pack saved you, or you got like 6% cash back mm-hmm. off this transaction. So I'm like, word, I'm saving money on my tree. Like, that shit is amazing. And then I get 10% at Walmart, so, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 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 but that is my thoughts. Over the, like, as I'm learning, because uh, we went to go talk to Yogi Split. We were talking about estate building, so I've been working on my credit, things mm-hmm. like that. And just those little things, like that 1% cash back really does Add up. change your day. So I looked at my statement, seeing like $75 last year in cash back transactions. Just slug. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Now, if you take that same percentage and now invest that, mm-hmm. don't just let it go in your savings. You're talking about a whole different level. It's state plan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was about yeah. to hit you with a, you take that and you start an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, like I don't know if you guys saw it because you you bouncing oh out of Twitter. God. There was a whole day where I literally was arguing with fifty niggas. Like I felt I felt like Kwame. I was over there. <laughs> fifty LLC niggas, uh, and then I ethered them all in this one thing. I said, "All right, what have you done for the community? How much money have you invested in the community?" 
And all they said is, well, we plant. Oh, so nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all 50 of you niggas got, ain't did one rare yep. thing for your community. All right, shut the fuck up. Don't talk yeah. to anybody. Titles, 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 yeah. LLCs. Same thing. And they got their <laughs> PPP loans. See, that's <laughs> getting people in trouble. And mattress still on the floor. Mm-hmm. How you get 20 bands and your mattress still on the floor? Because <laughs> we in Cabo. We in Mexico. We on the ground. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, trips. I'm popping bottles. Oh, God. Shoeboxes. Sure, I gave my shorty Jordan. 10 bands Shit. to get her body done. Mm. She still ain't got braces, but her body code. <laughs> Kids ain't got school shoes, but you can see it. Mm-hmm. We cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. uh, stop. How do I preface this? Don't have four kids that come to me looking to go on dates, my nigga. You pass that face. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to. I'm trying to try fuck like the baby. If, 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 if you make this the promo code, <laughs> y'all shit is over with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Don't, don't do that. I'm not trying Damn. to go on dates. You got four kids already. Stop oh out, Demo. Stop them out. I got to be the one to put the, put the money out if there. You can't be real here. You feel me? <laughs> Listen. What am I supposed to do? And then, if, then if they try to hit you with that shit that everybody was talking about last year of, well, for me to go out on a date with you, uh, help me buy my kids some dinner, your kids will all be eating tang <laughs> with a spoon. Oh, I don't give two fucks. Oh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I had one girl hit me with the, you know, me and my baby haven't ate all day. Damn, that's crap. <laughs> Yeah. Man, what you about to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go to work. <laughs> man, see, see, my brief step back on the dating scene was fucking crazy because I remember there was this one chick. I literally, we went out, we had a great night, great date. I walked this motherfucker to the door, hug, whatever. I'm going back in the car. Before I make it to the highway, this bitch sent me a, a two-page text going off of me for not trying to fuck that's how, when it was like, you know what? This how ain't dare you be a genius. How dare you have class? I'll shut it down. Which I mentioned three days ago. And you want to crack these cheeks? What are we doing this for? You get yourself. You could have just told me. Like, yo. Please stop. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a red flag. No, I had one girl cuss me out because I ain't calling her. I met her one day. Literally the next day I was doing something. She's like, you ain't gonna call me? What the fuck is your... Mm-hmm. See, that, those motherfuckers who need all that reassurance from constant community, I'll tell motherfucker from the get-go. I got four children. Mm-hmm. I have two businesses that I run. And I work for fucking... Uh, uh, well, I used to work for a huge fucking corporation. My nigga, I don't have time for pointless-ass text messages. Yeah. If you, I, and I'm quiet. I don't got shit to talk to you about. <laughs> if you got something to talk to me about, text me. I'll yeah. let you know my response to it. But if you're looking for me... I got good morning. How's your day going? Yeah. What the f- I'm going to check in. Yeah. Other than that, if you want to just keep going, the shit going back and forth, I ain't got shit for you. Yo, bitch, get a friend. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, like, I got so fucked up. And that's the problem with motherfuckers who look for you to be their whole support. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't mentally healthy enough. You shouldn't even be dating. You need a therapist. You don't need no dick. You need therapy. Thoughts on the Oh, God, oh, man. That's the realest shit in the world. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, thought over 30, <laughs> bruh, was the importance of self-care. I just concluded mm-hmm. my first week mm-hmm. of vacation. Ooh. Got one more coming up. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And really, the vacation don't set into that second bruh, week. Because when I tell really. you, like, mm-hmm. it's been love. I done fucked around, been eating healthy. I done lost, Ooh. like, 10 more pounds. Hey, hey, oh, my oh, God. Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, 
you know, bullshitting with these motherfuckers playing video games two, three in the morning. You know, just going crazy. Just being a complete waste of space. And it was nine last night. Nigga was stupid, man. Yo, I missed like thirty shots, my nigga. <laughs> and it's crazy you say that because self care because I noticed that like whatever uh and it's like whenever we do the podcast, we mm-hmm. we start like linked together throughout the week, and we play games, have yeah. these team building exercises. Yeah, like we get back on the mic, and the shit is like that's really what they are. I'll call them corporate retreats. You know, once a week, like I'm bringing I'm bringing the cones out this week. We play 2K. Everybody bringing my players show up to my gym. That's <laughs> no, PS4, PS4. Oh, okay. We mm-hmm. ain't. No, we have PS5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you got it, you got it. That's cool. Me, y'all should have hit me up. I, I've had the PS5 since day two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know connected in New York. Y'all got see this. Is what y'all don't talk to me about? Shit. You're right. You're right. You know, I grew. Up, I'm military. I got people all across the country that I was stationed with in overseas and shit. So literally, when the pay, PS, I didn't even wait in line at Walmart. I called my nigga up. I was like, "Hey," he was like, "Don't say say less. I got you." Word. Oh shit. Oh shoot. But nah, that was dope. So uh so I one thing I wanna ask you like about your podcast, because um we've been talking a lot about like Oh, what do y'all want to get into first? My fault. We got Joe Budden. The Joe Budden. Hell yeah! I feel like that's what you was leading into. Yeah, for sure. I was about to talk really about it like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because this nigga in trouble now. This is just gonna get worse for him. You feel me? It's over with. Yeah. So give me the the latest updates. Because yeah. last I knew him and the, the people I'm he was on with was at odds over them asking to see the books. So you didn't, you didn't see your girl come out? Oh yeah, girl. No. The girl used to be on the podcast with Mandy. What was her name? Uh, Horrible Decision? No, that was the name. No, no, no. no. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but it's Mandy from Horrible Decision has a side podcast she does on the Joe Budden Network. Mm-hmm. One of the girls came out and basically said Joe Budden was like, he wanted to fuck on a podcast, on an episode. She gave him a hug. She made He made her feel... She had a 26-minute video with timestamps of shit that he did. Yeah. And oh, showed the clips in the yeah, video. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like, well, this was cut out. You can see it's physically yeah. cut out. Yeah. And then he came out with a podcast statement saying, I could see it was bad leadership. Yeah. No, nigga. That's not leadership. That's you told somebody who technically works for you. Yeah. Me and you should be fucking. Like, that's that's not... Yeah. You can't say that to somebody yeah. who works for you. That's mm-hmm. an HR nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> only, only person who's got away with fucking so many people that worked for them was Diddy. That was it. True. Very true. Let me chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like I knew where you were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you yeah, for yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. No. No, no, no. Not that joke. <laughs> not that wait, joke. wait. I said I didn't say it works with you. I said it works for you. Yeah, There's yeah, a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diddy yeah. still... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. It's up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so <laughs> this nigga Joe Budden, the sexual allegations and shit now, you know, it's out now. So mm-hmm. do y'all think he actually gonna like keep going with the podcast? You think he, he's he's a, he can't stop? In? If he stops, it's 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 a mission to kill. Yeah. He can't stop right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can't. And he's um for lack of a better term, an extremely toxic person, but he's turned that toxicity into a brand. And whether we like it or not, people are going to show up to watch the car crash. Well, the thing I, is, is that a lot of people who are Joe Budden fans at this point, they're just Joe Budden fans from the, his podcast days. Right. They don't realize that his whole career was fucked up because of the same shit he's doing on the podcast now. Like, le- legit, it, he was supposed to be the next up from Def Jam. 
Mm-hmm. You remember if you guys yeah. remember, like when he before his debut album came out, Redman was in Def Jam Studio pulling Joe Button posters off the fucking wall because they didn't give him the promo for his album and they put it into a Joe Button album. Yeah, so the, Def Jam had nothing but expectations of Joe Button being Jesus the next Christ. one for them. Yeah. By time of his second album, Def Jam dropped him. It was nothing because he was a hothead. I can I see that. Look at what he's lyrically gifted. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's a dope ass artist. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying like they had shit on the table with Shady mm-hmm. and Interscope for Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and he fucked that all the way up. Okay. Got yep. into it with oh, the members, yep. and then start talking about the business end. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Royce and Royce has even talked about it, but he talks about it in the of it still being love. He makes sure he doesn't throw Joe under the bus. Yeah. But if you pay attention, Royce has talked about the mm-hmm. deals that they have. Crooked Eye on his mm-hmm. podcast has talked about them needing to calm down Joe Budden on shit that they could that they could have had yeah. going for them. Yeah. Like Joe was just he's always been a self destructive person. Yeah. Always. In his relationships, in his in his business, everything. So now we're just seeing it and yep. it's magnified because now he has a broader base than what he yeah. did when he was an artist. For sure. So do you think that that'll make his base even broader? Because like I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, but I re- like you said, I wanted to see the car crash. Yeah, yeah. And so do you think that'll affect the people that he worked with going forward? Because if it's just a pattern, especially after these sexual allegations, I man, think the sexual allegations are hurt more the, with him with the network. Now, mm-hmm. as far as the actual Joe Budden podcast itself, I don't know. We'll see that. Like if Maul and Rory come out with, if they do plan on coming out with a permanent podcast and it's still fire without Joe. Maybe that's the thing. I don't see them being still fired without did, Joe. Did you watch uh, the one? That yeah, they yeah, did? Hell yeah, I mean, yeah, and hell yeah. that could have just been because they were upset. But they, it was yeah. dope. They yeah. have a dope chemistry between them. But I think yeah. they, they would need a third. Yeah, I only watched that because when like you said it's a car crash, yeah. I want to see the other side of the car crash. Who was in the other car in that motherfucker? You know what I mean? Because Joe showed us his version. But isn't this? Side. But the way well, they told the way they told the story, and that's how I look at podcasts when I watch them. Is like the mm-hmm. way they tell the story, like. I mm-hmm. did enjoy that, aside from the car crash. They waited in a lot of plot holes, man. Yeah, like, I think Joe was already, that was his, what, second set of hosts and shit? He third. Said? Third set? So third he's, set of hosts. There's always going to be motherfuckers who will go, okay, they was tripping off this. I come in, make 50, 60, 70 grand a year to, like, to record you know, twice yeah. a week or whatever. So, I mean, it's like, always going to be somebody there to fill that spot. So, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z made it to the Hall of Fame this week. Was it this week? Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. so... Uh, this is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I remember Barry has some stuff to say about our Lauren Hill conversation yeah, that we had on your show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah we legend status get thrown around. How many classic albums do y'all think Jay-Z has? Classic that. albums? Classics. I mean, like, classics. All right. Let's, let's tally them up. I'm going to throw the blueprint out there as well. Blueprint is absolutely yes. Classic. Okay. Reasonable yeah. doubt. I feel like Reasonable it's doubt unanimous. has become a classic. Yes. Okay. Um, are we giving them blueprint too? I'm not. That's where I, my list stops. Honestly, is those two. Um, so you're not giving four, four, four either. No. I think uh, I think four, for the four growth, was great. It I think was growth, I, but I'm not going classic. I, for our generation, maybe not. Mm-hmm. But the the new the people right eight to ten years under us absolutely hold four, four, four as a classic. Really? Leo, I need fun. to talk to that young generation. So I don't. I would also throw American Gangster out there. Oh yeah. That's absolutely <laughs> a fucking classic. You doing American, American Gangster? Gangster to me, American Gangster is my favorite Jay Z. It is one of his really? best. Yes. I tried to go you. back and listen to it like a couple months ago, man, and I literally couldn't make it through. Like without seeing the movie, Jay Z paints a picture like, oh. that is. <laughs> it's his best story throughout. It's it's his version of a Raekwon album. Mm-hmm. So it, okay. American Gangster is absolutely okay. amazing. I need yeah. to go through a different eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to go revisit because yeah, I felt the same way. Like I didn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it, didn't I remember that shit coming out like yeah. with the movie and everything. Like 
It just hit. Reasonable like, Doubt to me was like my favorite Jay Z. Yeah. And I like the Black album just because that's really when I got turned on to Jay Z growing up. I've gotten in many hip hop arguments because of the Black album. The Black album is tough because it's like a, uh, I, I like to call it a big budget movie. Because he brought in, like, because it's supposed to be his last yeah. album, so he's mm-hmm. bringing in everybody for this shit. So Fast and Furious 10 is the Black album. <laughs> <laughs> he's looping it all in. But I think if it didn't have the hype of it being his last album, and don't forget, that album mm-hmm. released off the feet also the Rock the Mic 3 tour that mm-hmm. he did with 50 Cent. Like, Jay-Z yeah. was at one of his all-time mainstream highs yeah. there. And yeah. so for him to retire once he reached new mainstream heights, mm-hmm. yeah, the the buzz and everything around it. But I think if you take that away and that album was just, if that was his third, fourth album rather than his last album, still would have been a good album, but I don't mm-hmm. think it would have been a classic. I agree. Mm-hmm. I can agree. Yeah. Um, well, let me see. What other joints? What, what are y'all thoughts on the Blueprint 3? Fuck trash. <laughs> <laughs> so trash. Notice I didn't even bring it up. Oh, I yeah. I'm just it. trying to like run through his catalog in my no, head. Like Magna else. Carta, Holy Grail. No. There's two songs off there. Everything what's else that, you can What's keep. the red album that he had? Uh, ooh, the one shit, with Beach Chair. Oh, oh, King, uh, Kingdom Come. Kingdom 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 Kingdom. That shit yeah. is fucking garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. That's what like brought it. Yeah. What about the in my life in times and all them them shits that that led up to yeah the volume one two three. The only one out of that possibly is the volume two. Possibly. Mm-hmm. And that's... In fact, you got to say possible. Like, yeah. you know, not mm-hmm. classic. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that we, we... that we So, the thing... There's different forms of, of classics, right? Okay. Because mm-hmm. you can have a, a, a body of work that's a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can have classic hits that are off of it. And one thing you could probably say about almost every Jay-Z album, there's a classic hit probably on every one of those albums. Damn near, yeah. So, yeah. while every album itself isn't a classic... There's something classic that came off of e- almost each body yeah. of work that he That's had. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So, I can roll with it. Yeah. I can roll with it. With that being said, though, how is Lauryn Hill getting <laughs> legend status or classic and shit off of legend status mm-hmm. off of one album? It's not just one album. What you got to look at it. She was one of the dopest female MCs in history, One of the, coming from one of the best groups in history. She came at Tupac, one of the hardest out of anybody who came at Tupac, period, during that peak, that moment of time as an artist from somebody who can go from rapping to singing to writing to writing for other people to producing she's at, like she is what Missy Elliott was but a better lyricist but she did all that in, in a conduced three year three to four year stretch my hesitancy to call her a legend a is because of the, the body of work and the, the lack thereof like we got the you know the miseducation of Lauren Hill, fire. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's yeah, that, that's up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. One third of the score was that the the Fuji album. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Boom, and then it 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 stops that's because it. she told she decided to go in a different direction as far as life and you know whatever whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is industry related, all, all that shit that you know comes with that. But because of that, like that's that's such a a small time frame for me. True. But I think that the fact that we're even still having this conversation off that time frame mm-hmm. needs to be factored in as well. Because what Lauren Hill was able to do, she was able to not only develop, come on the scene, but then while being in a huge group, not just a, a minor group, develop yourself as a solo artist to where you can put together a classic body of work out the gate. Like, it, it deserves to be 
to be noticed because not that many people how many people coming from if you notice somebody who splits off from a group mm-hmm. even if they do eventually reach some type of legendary or acclaim on their own there's a build up to that look at Pusher there, there's, a, there's a build up to push and be, go, being able to go from the clips to being respected now as one of the MCs you don't want to fuck with. Lauren did all of that while being in a in an amazing group that she wasn't even the headline of. It would that group was never built to like for example Wu Tang's whole first thing mm-hmm. was built to get Method Man's first album to where it was. Yeah, that was who I was about yeah. to ask about. Miss, I mean not Missy. Yeah. Lauren Hill. She was never supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, Wyclef and Prowse was supposed to be it. Missy was supposed to be. The closer. She's the one that you pull off the bench to make everything cohesive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was able really, yes, she didn't have the longevity, but she has the best single or body, body of work between her and Wyclef. Easily. So. Yeah. so it's, a, it's, a, it's a compelling statement. It's, it's, it's a compelling statement and situation. I, feel like I don't there. take away from anyone who says that she's not. Like we had the, I can understand what people like. It's one album. I completely understand that. But the way That's that I look, I look at music yeah. is like, the way I look at and take in music, it's everything. What she was able to do as an artist, mm-hmm. I, I, she's a legend to me. Okay. Who are you listening or who are you listening to now? A lot of Lucid. Um, who? Lucid. Yeah. Y'all know who Lucid is. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out Lucid. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you would spell that. Like, <laughs> Lou L E W S I D. Okay. Yeah. I put my people on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Of course, J. Cole is on a fucking repeat at this point right now. You like that album? Uh, I do. It's not as good as K.O.D., but it's it's good. Um, listen to a lot of... See, I'm listening to a lot of like local cats right now. Like mm-hmm. Proph- Prophecy the Crew out of Dayton, Ohio is fucking amazing. Um, let's see. You know somebody who, honestly, uh, that I've come around to? Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. And I will say that because, like, right. and I think I think because of the style that he raps in is so close to mumble rap. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to what the fuck he's saying, yeah, like, he and it, it didn't start there, but he has mm-hmm. fucking bars yes. now. Like, mm-hmm. yes. he's he's fucking going off. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's probably was a lot in my other than old shit. I'm listening to. I'm catching up on a lot of. I've been in this Wu Tang zone for literally like two months, and I can't get out. It'll get you, bro. It'll get you. I can't get out of it. Like, like I was listening to um, Ghostface one day, and my daughter was like, "Dad, what are you listening to?" He one of my favorites out the Wu. And I was just like, "Baby girl, listen to this." Mm -hmm. And she, my my oldest daughter, is honestly she's starting to understand lyricism and stuff, Mm -hmm. and so she listened. I like gave her like Wu Tang songs and stuff to listen to. She was like, "This was a group." I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh." Okay, yeah, so. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard. Have you watched the uh, show on Netflix? Oh, for, or, uh, not, Hulu? Hulu? Yeah, yeah of course. What did you think of it? Uh, it, it? It was a little, I think, them spending the whole first season to get to the music, yeah. in hindsight, is was bad because mm-hmm. we had COVID. The second season was supposed to be out already by now. If we had that, and like the second season is literally the whole actual making of their first album. That's what most Wu-Tang fans want to get to. But they set the characters because a lot of this generation doesn't know the story of Wu-Tang. So I think it's important story-wise to do it. But just in hindsight, it's like... you. Some people that shit was slow as hell. For yeah. me, see, I'm engaged every minute it, though. I got to learn the story. I'm glad yeah. they didn't just start straight with the music because, yeah. like, I didn't know the story fully. I knew each individuals, but just be able to see it played out so well yeah. with rappers that I know, like Davies killed that mm-hmm. role, yeah. and Joey Badass. So mm-hmm. that made it like hit home for me more. Like, I'm only like I think halfway through it, but like I love the pace of it. I love 
watching him buy his first NPC. Like, that shit was so hard to me. I love that. The fact that Raekwon and Ghostface almost killed each other. Wow, and they have yeah. the best chemistry out of any it's two wild. members of the group. crazy. crazy. <laughs> Wild. I didn't know Method Man played lacrosse and shit. I think he was like... Yeah. Prep school ass. Yeah, Method Man and, and, and Ice Cube were like two sides of the same coin as far as East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. So yeah. Very much so. see that. Yeah. What else we what else we touching on? Man, I want to talk about cancel culture a little bit. If you ever know about like Joe Rogan and Chris Rock statements and shit, and you being in this entertainment I space. Face. I see it on his face. You now. Know what I'm as a content king, how you feel about <laughs> cancel culture? I feel like cancel culture is the biggest bullshit out right now. Because every everybody's canceled until they come out with something hot. Mm-hmm. If this Tory Lanez and Chris Brown album is fire, ain't nobody gonna give a damn about Megan Thee Stallion's foot. And and so like people be people. That's the real bro. Kobe put up what fifty or something. Yeah, no white bitch. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's 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 no, she was fucking like six niggas. It's a whole other story. Oh, she. She loved black dick. Yeah. 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 So, hey, Kobe, you in? Sub so, it. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, and the, the funny thing is, is just like, like who, who is anybody to cancel people, right? What does it mean to be canceled since what y'all just said, if y'all just come right back? It basically just means you're going to be a meme and the topic of conversation for, until the next day. person gets canceled. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. You yeah. get roasted yeah. by for the culture for yeah. yeah. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can make it past that 24, depending on what you did. Yeah. You gonna be cool. And then people are getting so used to it now that, like, if you Mm -hmm. see the way, like, first of all, I don't condone anything. If it comes out true that Tory Lanez did, I don't condone it at all. But as a marketing thing, the fact that he came out with the album basically laughing this shit off, Mm -hmm. it's like, you can't cancel somebody like that. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So really, it's the response that. They're waiting on trial. Yeah. Talking about how you gonna say I shot you? You ain't even looking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga's wild. Wow. Have you not heard that shit? Nah. Yeah, bro, that shit in bars. Because I was never really like a Tory Lanez fan. It's like a car crash. I never went out of my way for his music, <laughs> that but album, if it came across it, that album was a car the crash. Tapes nigga. Three was a fucking amazing body of work. Um, Tory Lanez is a talented motherfucker. Yeah. He just. If he shot a woman in his foot, he going to jail. Like that's just. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he making music about it, I'm like, yo, I don't. Never mind. That'd be like R. Kelly protect at the height of it, coming out with a, a, a real song saying, "I'll piss on you." That'd be like for real. Like he's like he's just like Man, I can't wait to see that car crash. Yeah, that shit is gonna be funny to watch, man. Cancel culture is trash, though. Do you think like um? I had a question. Damn it, lost it. Y'all had cancel culture is trash because, in my opinion, they don't cancel shit that really matters. Like mm. we can't cancel racism. We ain't cancel the KKK. Oh my Trump god! Trump didn't get canceled. And I've said that on this show several mm-hmm. times. Like you motherfuckers want to go for the, the cute quick fights. Like oh, you should stop doing this, that, and the third. And a company will change marketing, and then you'll pivot. But it's still foul shit going on because y'all ain't invested in the long term fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's these are one of the things I wanted to ask you as the content king because like during this pandemic, like you, I felt like you've evolved in into more lanes and mm-hmm. besides just podcasting. So like, and what are the things with us being like stuck at home and it's been like black trauma. How have you been able to like stay creative and not like harp on black trauma as all this been going on? See for me, and it's funny cause my episode this week is kind of talking about it, but I'll dig into a little bit. For me, it's easy for me to stay inspired because I, I literally pull inspiration from everything. Like if I make a fire taco salad, 
I'm gonna find out a way to talk about how food is nurturing to the soul. And that's not like that's just the way my brain, like it, like I'm just my brain just works weirdly like that. I did have a period of being depressed because it wasn't even because of me. Like at the beginning of it, my kids are I have sports all year round. So when the when the pandemic first kicked in, my kids being stuck in the house and seeing them like, Dad, why can't I play basketball? Why can't I play soccer? That shit put me in like I don't know what the fuck to tell these little niggas. Like just to be honest, like. Um, but outside of that, like, it's easy for me to create because just how, how, where I pull inspiration from, um, and even the darkness, I still pull inspiration from that. Like I, there's been times where I'm talking about how you can avoid being depressed and little do motherfuckers know I'm ready to kill all you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? Mm -hmm. So just with the way that my, my brain works, it makes it a little bit easier for me. But like, if it was anybody asking me for advice, I'd, I'd say, First, change your scenery. That's the biggest thing. Like, you'd be surprised how just getting out, going on a vacation, or just going on a lake. Like, if it's COVID, you can't go on a vacation. Going, just watching the fucking waterfall somewhere. Like, that little bit of shit of just getting out of your norm gets that brain start flowing, and then you'll be surprised how that creative juice is <laughs> flowing. And that's why I say it's the difference between actual creatives and content commentators. Cause it's hard to when you when all you're doing is commenting on other people's content, it's hard to stay motivated with that. But if you're actually creating content, mm-hmm. it's kind of easier to stay on top of it because you can you you creators don't never stop creating. You can stop podcasting tomorrow. You're still a creator. Your brain, your creative brain, is still fucking going. So, yeah. I would also say to you, bro. Uh, speaking for us in here, black trauma is nothing new. Mm-hmm. So if you look through the annals of history everybody found a way to take that trauma and flip it and turn it into something creative. If you think about some of the music you got during the civil rights shit, if you think about some of the music you got during that, uh, oh my gosh, is it the Vietnam time where it was so much like civil unrest amongst the youth and the establishment, you know what I'm saying? Like it's so much there where you can go, okay, how can I take this? And like you said, flip it and go, let's poke fun at it. Let's, you know, let's talk we, about it in a I feel different like that's way. something that we do well. Yeah, I got a skit idea actually <laughs> later for y'all. But when yeah. you look at it, this one's NBA handshakes in the, uh, in the uh, NBA handshakes in the Underground Railroad because that's, they use handshakes like yeah. communication. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> say this whole country is built on the backs of blacks is true because to this point everything stems from black trauma we created rock and roll music we created country music we created mm-hmm. r&b we created hip-hop mm-hmm. we created graffiti which then got turned now into mainstream where they're putting in in the museums we have been able to take everything that was done to us and turn it into something beautiful when you look at soul food soul food started because we were cooking the shit that they didn't want to fuck with yeah now mm-hmm. it's this fucking thing where you got white people making greens that's not fuck that looks like spinach yeah. mm-hmm. but nonetheless yeah like, like, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's <laughs> yeah, i mean i mean everything that we're doing i think in one way or another is is taking black trauma and turning it into something more positive Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. What else we got? What else? What else we got? Man, we're running through this shit. Tebow got signed. Yo, I'm talking about. Trinidad Dash. Yo, did you see the NFL players copy? Like, I can't wait till we play Jacksonville. That's the scariest shit in the world. When I tell you, they're going to blow that nigga. Dog, imagine. Like, I can't, as a football player watching that, it has to be like the scariest shit in the world just to see, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to fuck me up. 
as soon as mm-hmm. I touch the ball, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to run block, they're going to chop me. I'm getting, like, blown, I'm getting, up. Like, yeah, I'm getting blown, I'm getting, blown up. They're going to take me out. <laughs> I think that just stems from the Kaepernick shit, though. But it's not even the same situation. It's his level of privilege that, that pisses people off with it because... Yeah, cause I thought he was done. And that's and like was too, announcing, and that was his whole thing. He, he, he went to baseball, baseball for a while, and yeah. then yeah, like he just a little bit everywhere. How old is he now? Shit. Too old to be thirty something. Yeah. Y'all be 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 something. I heard motherfuckers talking, and it, it made sense about it because I listened to a lot of a lot of different sports shit too, where they were talking about like Tim Tebow uh, may not know how to exist outside of a team atmosphere because mm-hmm. he was homeschooled all through like school or whatever. He's always had sports, and it's been sports, school, church. Mm-hmm. So if you look at he leaves Florida, goes to the NFL, does that for a little bit, gets cut, doesn't know what his next move is, hops directly into baseball because that's something he did prior. Does baseball, not really hitting, tries to do the commentating, but it's not the same. So now he's like, oh, let me try my hand at football again because he doesn't know really who he is outside of being affiliated with the team or sport. You would think the team he had in Florida would have been like a culture shock for him. You know what I mean? Like, would have shifted him a little bit. We had like Aaron Hernandez and all that Why shit. Why would like, it shift him and he feels like he can save they soul? That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he performed Y'all well on the field. Save mine. Yeah. yeah. But that's the whole, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it, wasn't, the, uh, wasn't that the year with him and like what, Chris Leakes? It was that yeah. bro. Yeah. Oh man, that Florida team is. I'm waiting for them to do a thirty for thirty about that. Because that, yeah, because you got Tim Tebow starting. Cam Newton's a freshman. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Hernandez yeah, at tight end. Yeah. You got uh, who's the wide receiver to call them niggas at a Kenny Chesney concert? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shit, my nigga from Philly. Yeah, uh, he's shit. a wide receiver. You got the pouncy twins in there moving mm. big dope. <laughs> Come on, man. Shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, a lot to be talked about. Coaching that bitch with aneurysms and ulcers, trying to win a national championship. Come on, man. Damn. So I just remember watching it as a kid on TV, like, damn, that's crazy. I, I just, I just want the story of the first time Tim Tebow saw somebody smoke, like smoking weed, because you yeah. know Yo. that he was like, but we could just pray. <laughs> <laughs> we can get high off the Lord right now, like. <laughs> and then looking at that team, imagine that team take Tim to a strip club. He in there talking to a girl. You don't have to do this. Wild, bro. <laughs> I can take you away cut, from all of this. Come to my church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Jesus saves. Why are you in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, he yeah. can change Miami. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mm. Who's your uh, favorite director? Oh, Ooh. Spike Lee. Of all time, Spike Lee. <laughs> Not four. Is it because he's black? Is it because he's black? No. I'm about to be the only one that thought that. I thought that all the way up here. No, it's because of like, the way that Spike Lee never went to film school. Mm. And so the way if you look at like how he evolved as a, film, as a filmmaker, like you can see the the errors in his first few films of like camera movements and shit. But then for him, for people to be able to see through that, and him to be able to go through Hollywood without not without going through the traditional system in the eighties at a time where black directors were few and far yes. between, yes. and then like he has this such a visual style that it's like it makes you not only feel like you're witnessing art like every almost every frame from a Spike Lee film can be taken and just posted on the wall like you can take a frame and it can be like this art uh, like if you look at Mo Better Blues like there's so many things that you can just turn into canvas paintings but then to like. Here, like the, I listen to podcasts with him and Martin Scorsese, 
And Martin Scorsese is the opposite. He went through film school. He went through two different film schools, worked his way up from being a producer to eventually they let him direct. And his respect for Spike Lee in that podcast, like he talked to Spike Lee, you would think that this old Italian white man is looked at Spike Lee like a god. Really? So like, yeah. So like the way that I think Spike Lee being able to come up, like he was Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry, but with content. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Perry, it yeah. makes niggas laugh. It's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. You you white people love niggas who make them laugh, but like if 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 Some Spike, minstrel show, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been saying. That's what I'm. If, 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 if Spike Lee would have been been during this time period where black creatives have bigger platforms, he would have absolutely had his own studio. He would have had his own fucking network probably yeah. at this point. Easily. So. That changes our discussion. I need to go back and watch Spike yeah. Lee movies. Yeah, because knowing even, that even if even if you don't agree with like or don't like the story, like look at the cinematography mm-hmm. of it. And like he wasn't he wasn't one of the like a lot of directors now, they have cinematographers, meaning I'm gonna tell you what to shoot, yep. you go do it, you set up the angles. Spike Lee did everything on his own. Like with uh with uh Malcolm X, they mm-hmm. talked about he was literally sitting there with the camera on his shoulder, and Spike Lee is a little dude, yeah. this fifty pound camera on his shoulder. Doing shit and going up steps like that shit you can't. Word. Yeah, that changes our whole discussion now. Because go ahead. Because recently I've been watching a lot of Christopher Nolan films. Uh huh. Christopher and Nolan like, is an amazing director. Because I haven't really and he's uh, we've been having conversations. He's been pointing out directors and that's something I've never looked at movies from the perspective of mm-hmm. and to find the common themes like the whole Nolan verse. I'm because I watched a uh, Tenant recently. Uh-huh. Made my head hurt. One of my favorite <laughs> movies. Interstellar, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And then I just found out that's connected with Inception. Like. Uh, I'm gonna fuck you up in a second now. So then that got me looking at other directors. So like I've seen your short film, so I was just wondering who's some of your big influences. And yeah, definitely Spike Lee. Um, uh, <coughs> actually, surprisingly enough, Alfred Hitchcock um, is somebody that I like. The scene of me and my short film coming down High Street, beat for beat, is out of a. Alfred Hitchcock movie. Now, which movies did he do? I'm not again. I'm still. I'm learning directly. Literally, I, it's it's countless. Yeah, I know it's the yeah. Birds and Psycho. Psycho. Did he do Clockwork Orange? Or no, 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 he didn't do no, that. He didn't do that. Okay, that was uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, yeah, Stanley yeah. Kubrick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, trying to think who else. Sylvester Stallone. He's a he's a director. <laughs> he directed every Rocky movie after two. Really? And then I think he directed all the uh yeah, what else you got? Yeah, the expendable joints. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> but see, again, that's the difference between story yeah, and directing. Uh, yeah. Now what I said I was gonna fuck you about Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So So Christopher Nolan is the director that I talked about. Like so I always make this comparison to I always link everything back to sports. So in football you have a head coach, you have an offensive coordinator, you have a defensive coordinator. There are, there are coaches like Martin, um, he used to be the coach of the Chargers back when Breeze was on it. Uh, Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Who literally, he didn't he never had on headphones. He told his offensive coordinator and, de- and defense coordinator, this is what we want to do during the game, you call all the plays. Christopher Nolan is Schottenheimer. Everything mm-hmm. you see in direct, he works, he's worked with the same cinematographer in every movie. His cinematographer actually picks the shots. 
and every movie cinematographer is dope. So Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Nolan is the brains. He's the one, all right, this is the story we want to tell. I want to come in on a wide shot, but the cinematographer is the one who's like, all right, I'm going to come in from low to high. I'm going to hide the camera behind the door of the car so when he slams the door, the camera moves in. That's all Christopher Nolan's cinematographer. It was actually the director's cut. If you listen to the director's cut, they did a, a podcast with a bunch of cinematographers and the he was asked Christopher Nolan cinematographer why he never directed his own movie and he said because the things that I wanted to get made wouldn't have got made because Christopher Nolan's name has been on all my films hmm. so I get to make my art and cash my check hmm. and I'm fine with that because <laughs> he gets the fulfillment without any of the headache yeah. so yes yeah. the silent partner yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the films he's attached to are my favorite films like yeah. change the way I'm looking at movies now yeah I'm glad you brought up Spike Lee because I felt like if I would have brought up Spike Lee I would have been laughed at as an old day <laughs> so to, yeah for sure uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah to have you break no it down question. and then to watch these niggas actually receive it I was like oh good yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had no type of schooling or like. Yeah, I also like Spike because all the, the young again, like, African American and Latin talent. Ah, because he's like, oh yeah, because like, I do. Because so no, if it. you look at like you see early Wesley, you see early Denzel, early Halle Berry, early Halle. Uh, what's her name? Uh, early Sam Jackson. Rosie Perez. Rosie oh. Perez. Oh. But I'm mad that she came out and basically he had, she had Ripped a fucking her. like that yeah. shit. That shit fuck up with my heart. Yo. I'm not even gonna lie to you. What? That be my yeah, Rosie she, Perez. For her to I get in that first film, that. she basically had to fuck him. Yeah. Oh damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. She came out like was it? it was recently too. Like, yeah, it was on Fat Joe's podcast. There we go. Yeah. Wait, on Instagram. Fat Joe got a podcast. It's like, every during pandemic, every every. Yeah. Fat Joe's a good one though, because he yeah. knows the stories. I love, I love Fat Joe. And it's funny, and, and funny when she told that story, he was like, "And we're gonna move on." <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna sit in that. No, 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 no. I didn't know Fat Joe had a podcast. Yeah, so it's, it was Instagram Live. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's pretty good. People's podcast is low key dope too. Yeah. Lil Wayne's podcast is low key dope. They For somebody it. who is so incoherent when they talk English most of the times. The stories that he pulls out of some of the guests, like the one with him and Eminem, literally, I was sitting there like, "This is the best Eminem interview I've ever seen in my life." I didn't know he had a podcast. Like, yeah, you're not here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that Fifty Cent was hilarious, but Fifty Cent just gives great interviews, man. Just yeah. like, yeah. but he is um, one of my favorite interviewees to watch. Yeah. yeah. All right, what else you got on the man? On this the joint, bro. This is a gang shit. The smut video of the week. Have we? Have y'all seen that? The video, the uh, yeah, the white, uh, the white guy who yes. just give me my ticket to move. He was like, "I'm calling your officer," and then he like swerved and hit the white officer with the car. Yeah, white and white on white ground. Oh, you <laughs> didn't see that? It's no, I have no idea. This I lit candles and glass of wine. It's I'll show the family. Just give me my ticket and move on, man. But yeah, he hit the officer with the car. He caught up to him and arrested him. Don started crying and shit. That shit's it's, hilarious. It's man. funny as fuck. White people think they can just get away with that shit. This is my first time talking about white people this episode. Hey, good, good job. We are I'm pretty good yeah, about it. That's a worth the time. People are the fucking worst. I'm telling you, right? the video of the woman she's li- white woman she literally sat there and said all she does is wash her hair and her face because the soap I runs down her, her body, body. and it's yeah. face wash and, mm-hmm. it's like and she was and even and she was on the other white people and one dude was 
trying to throw her some bail. The other one's like, no, I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah. Like, I saw that when I saw one where it was a white chick on there, like, yeah, I only take, I only shower like once a week. That was her. Yeah, that was the same girl. Once, once every six days. Yes, yep. yes. That's yeah. Oh God. Like, oh, imagine, imagine what that pussy smelled like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like they already, and then you they wonder why we say they smell like wet dogs when they yeah. get wet. Like this explains every every fucking thing. You shower once a week. I see it. It's not even a shower. You just moving this shit from your hair yeah. to your yeah. body. Yeah. I shampoo my hair, and, and it comes down because it's, it's it. No, that's not the way. That's not how baby work, baby. <laughs> Do some next. You got. Uh, Mm. Gotta have at least two different watches. Yeah, it's so funny because <laughs> she had on that mask, but then like if you look at the TikTok video, they eventually they, like people actually matched the tattoos and they found her Instagram. They blew her Instagram. <laughs> the fuck? Oh yeah, the internet. I is literally was. Oh, I was literally on taking a shit one day, and so after <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole, I'm literally scrolling because after I saw that they found her Instagram, so I'm going through literally these pictures of her with her kids. And they're like, I hope you don't breastfeed your babies with them dirty ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. Yeah. Oh yeah. My goes in. <laughs> oh, my God. You be snapping at people like that on Twitter, too. Man. Oh, I snap the fuck off. And it's so hilarious. funny because, like, I feel like when I go off on Twitter, I, I always do my... Re- and I and I don't even go off, like, belligerently. Like, I keep it to the facts. And most times or not, people have no response. I'm just like, yeah, what can you say back? You be showing pictures of him and shit. <laughs> Did you see the one where the dude... Because it was a picture was of me hugging my son. Mm-hmm. And he called it soft. And I just went and did my research. This nigga was dancing to a song that said... Throw that boy pussy. So I retweeted that shit. <laughs> shut him all the way fucking down. His page was shut down within 12 hours. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you try right. that shit? Right. No, I saw the one where you went at the artist, the rapper. Oh, I was, I was like, like hey, yeah. That old motherfucker. He was, was like 40 of rapping yeah. and shit. <laughs> no. But he had no views. He always got like a squad of like baddies and shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Hayes High. He got the Hayes High. He got, high. Yeah, he got a squad. I know something. <laughs> and the way they go hard for me is and it's so right. fucking ridiculous. Like, it's like so, a cult. So I was in Houston. I was in Houston. Funny, funny story. I was in Houston a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was doing a wedding. I went to this bar after the wedding. Everything calmed down. Mind my own business. I'm sitting at the bar with my vodka and cranberry. Minding my business. Got a flight in the morning. All of a sudden, is that Hayes? Legit. Call me over to their section. I had bottle service. The rest of them, I still don't know these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all women celebrating. It was like one of their bachelorette parties. Oh, or something. So I'm in this. I'm in this section with literally like ten. 15 women and I know everybody who came to the table was like this nigga is living up I don't know nothing <laughs> <laughs> y'all take my mouth <laughs> yo what's up? oh shit yeah maybe Adam yeah I've heard your hands huh? it's hilarious watching it I'll be on Twitter at work <laughs> on the computer like oh that's crazy <laughs> I get texts from people I work with mm-hmm. <laughs> telling me, yo, you need to tell them to chill. I'm like, yo, this. Or be like, get your boy. I'm like, chill. <laughs> I don't even know. I honestly can't even tell you how that shit happened. Like, I remember the first time I really recognized it. Like, I posted something like, I was at home. I was like, I have nobody to choke out tonight. And literally, so many women was like, choke me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Internet crash. Internet is insane. Oh, yeah. They was pulling up half court. No. <laughs> <laughs> No look. <laughs> Threw it up and just turned around. <laughs> no, I know exactly where it started. I was on somebody's beer thread, and it just happened to be the same one, the right one. And literally, like, I got, like, 1,500 follows that day. 
And it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yo? you you got yeah, lucky on that motherfucker. Yeah, you got a raw thread real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that ratio get out there. <laughs> I've seen people get dragged. Oh, so my girl bad. <laughs> Somebody called. Yo, Joe Paterno. So like, oh, no. Somebody, yeah, oh, I knew. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, yeah man. It's outlandish. It's outlandish, yeah. man. What y'all think, man? Man, so we don't keep... So what you been to? working on, or have we yeah. got into what you're listening to? No, yeah, we talked about it. One thing we ain't talked about is like Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney's a fucking legend. R.I.P. to Paul Mooney. Yeah. Are y'all familiar with his history? Oh, yeah. I've seen a couple stand-ups. So you ain't familiar with his history the, then? Nah. You, should, you, you know should. he's written for like, uh, your favorite comedian he's probably Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I know like his yeah. catalog. He was yeah. one of the first black comedians that outwardly talked about dumbass white people and didn't get murdered for it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at these white people saying R.I.P. I'm like, yo, you know he ain't like y'all. <laughs> you know he ain't fucking That nigga hated white people. He was on his deathbed and they were like, the only person we got to give you blood transfusion is this white woman. He's like, I'm good. Bring me the Bible. We all good. I don't want none of that white blood in me. My favorite is Paul Mooney. Yeah, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. Quote. I say, nigga, what is it? A thousand times a day, every morning, just to keep my teeth white. Oh man, Yeah, man. That's the only thing for real. We. Yeah. So, what you got coming up? What you working on now? Podcast all the goddamn time. Working on my second, no, my third short film, which is starring a couple of you. Young brothers that I know from around the way, we're not going to say nothing on that. Um, okay. uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, right? Crazy, crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah the, 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 so the <laughs> first, the first, the, <laughs> the, the first two uh, short films were kind of like the first one. I looked at the creative. I looked at that as a proof of what I can do visually. Like there's there's a little bit of narrative in there, but really it's just a bunch of shit to get together to show what I can do with the camera. Which was even crazier because I was in front and behind the camera. She was crazy. Um, Which I just want to take a second to shout you out because that's got to be hard as fuck. Man, listen. Because just from fucking with videos just for the podcast, uh-huh. like with the color shit, like that's, uh, I didn't realize how much it is to take on. So to do that and be, be in front and behind the camera. That's why, that's why I narrated it instead of trying to speak lines during it because there's no way I could have managed all that shit. Like I'm not a fucking actor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so that was proof, basically proof of concept. This next one that I'm working on, that I was just talking about, I really, truly feel like it's going to be something special. And that's not just because of who's in it or whatnot. It's because I think the story in it is something that everybody can relate to, um, especially in our culture. Um, and I think it's going to be a mix between comedic and just of, you know what, we've all had a day like this. So. Okay. Okay. So in talking and preparing to have you on, the honey let me know that you started out uh, with a wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now, I am trying to dip my toe in that pond as a diehard wrestling fan. What's the name of it? Yo, Keeping it real wrestling. <laughs> Y'all almost a year strong. Let's put some yeah. respect on yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. I'm still yeah. trying, to, trying to get it, you know. Yeah. Oh, those <laughs> Established with the homie. Shouts out uh, Thick and Fudgy. You know what I'm saying? CK. Yeah. Seek it, yeah, that two seats. <laughs> yeah, man. Two seats. The fact that this man still—I told him at y'all birthday party two years ago—he needs to have t-shirts. The fact that thick and fudgy is now <laughs> like I'm—I'm I'm telling you right now, there. You know how I many 
thick bitches will buy a shirt that says thick and fudgy, not even knowing what it's connected to. Right. Get right. that man some merch ASAP. But no, I'm so, sorry. Go ahead. So in a way. We drawing up concept art right now. I did. We drawing up concept art right now. But yeah, what what uh You better go copy that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Time Think you gotta change your your PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, niggas. We'll pay you pay you pay you pay you buy that off. Uh, <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it! Oh, what made you step away from the wrestling pod? Because wrestling sucked ass. To be hundred percent honest with you, um, okay. wrestling got right? no. I mean, yeah, it's fake. I mean, it's simulated. <laughs> How <Yeah>. dare you? <laughs> wrestling is all about storytelling, and that's mm. and WWE storytelling sucked ass. Now, New Japan storyteller was amazing at that point. But now that there's AEW, they've eaten so many of the people who were constant. I'm sorry, that's not the question you asked. I'm going down the rabbit hole. Um, but I stepped away from it because... It's all the, everything white, right? Yeah. 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 Everything white. Every nation. Because I think for me it was... The way I look at it is I got into wrestling because I could talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing about podcasting before then. I cut my teeth learning podcasts by doing wrestling. We had a whole wrestling network. But then at the end of it, after doing that for three years, it was like I learned all these skills and wanted to do something more meaningful. Okay. So I started the Awakened Soul. I was doing the Awakened Soul and the wrestling podcast at the same time for a while. But then after the Awakened Soul kind of blew up to a degree and I started doing live shows and shit, there, I just didn't have time. So I actually turned it over to my right-hand man, uh, Colin, and then now that got absorbed into the Hameen Wrestling Network. Okay. And so, like, I feel like the legacy of what we created with that Wrestling Network is still around. And now they got fucking Vince Russo on there. Hey, so it's like okay. so it's like, okay. it's like something that I created turned into okay. something that now has a podcast with Vince Russo. And these motherfuckers still talk about, like, Vince Russo has said my name on the podcast. <laughs> like, so th- th- that shit is like, it's amazing to me. But I wanted, I feel like where I was going took me a place that was more important for our culture. Mm-hmm. Than wrestling, so I got you. I got you. Who's okay. Vince Russo? Is he like a wrestler, big wrestler guy? He's uh, <laughs> <producer. laughs> he w- WCW for a, well, he was in he was in the Attitude Era. He was the basically the mastermind behind the Attitude Era. Then he went over to WCW. They gave him too much control, yeah. and he ran that shit into the fucking ground. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So when Stone Cold Jesus really took Christ. off in the Rock and all that was, was all crazy. Vince Russo. That was him and Vince Penn and shit. Yeah. Oh, for real. Yeah. And then even even T, TNA when TNA was at its best, yeah, it was Vince Russo again. So like, oh, yeah, he's he's a, he's a a booking genius. It's just the fact that you have to have somebody else to reel him in. Yes, I was about to say to filter some of that shit yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's he's literally one of the people. Yeah. If you give him, he'd be like, I got it. Let's have them dress up in turkey costumes <laughs> and shoot. Uh, gravy, gravy at each other. Yeah, he, that's the yeah, shit. Right. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. This is the shit that we'll do. Like, yeah. he, he, but he needs somebody to help. Like, to hey, partner with. hey, bitch, you gotta chill. <laughs> like, not, yeah. not that one. Yeah. I think the worst shit I ever seen him doing WCW is he had like these uh, Mexican like light heavyweight wrestlers wrestling a pinata. I remember on that shit. Match. That shit was fucking hilarious. Right. Yeah, a pinata on a pole match, my nigga. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. he's one of those people that there's, 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 there's no 50-50 with people in the industry. They either hate Vince Russo's guts or they com- or they completely love him. Like, I mean, like, blind love. So. Yeah. Real Joe Buttonish. Yeah, I got to do some research. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I heard your take on reason. We ain't going to hold you too much longer. I just got to. Oh yeah, it's, just, it's been three years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about reason. You uh, he was like champion that nigga the first time we talked. Like uh-huh. nah, he the one. Last time you talked about, it, he was like, yo, that's 
that ain't it. He has the. I will say that, and I still hold stand by this. Mm-hmm. Reason has the potential to be this side of Kendrick and Absol the best one out of out of TD. He has that potential, Ooh, I but I feel like I feel like T, for some reason TD either doesn't believe in him or they've left him too far out on their own. Like that works for all their other artists. Absol will come out of his cave and deliver a classic <laughs> and go back in his cave. Yeah. Kendrick will spend four years cooking something up, drop it on us, and then he's off somewhere playing the flute and talking to his <laughs> wife <laughs> between that time. Yeah. yeah, and then like like in everybody like J Rock, J Rock is fucking J Rock. I feel it's still as hungry today as he was before they yeah, started popping. Yeah, yeah. um, How you feel about that, 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 that new It's cool. It's cool. I mean, you know. You're, you're not yeah, a fan hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Rashad as an artist? Yeah. I'm a huge fan of him. But I just feel like every artist isn't the same. And I feel like TDE has their their formula that has worked for everybody up until then. And I don't feel like it worked with Reason. If you look like Reason was delivering some great material when he was locked in the lab with Dreamville, who's not even his fucking record label. And I think he needs that hands-on approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was putting out some shit yeah. in that moment. Because I feel like he got a lot of music. And he drops like that, like, consistently. But he, I feel like he's still chasing for a mainstream hit. And it's like, fuck that. Just do what yeah. you want to do. Like, that Flick It Up shit, what the fuck was that Reason? I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I like the song's cool, but it's like, what the fuck? You pull Absol out for that? Oh God! <laughs> like you got an Absol verse, and you say, you know what? I got this club song. Yeah, I want Absol on for so. Yeah. I mean, that rest song was better with Absol on it. I don't know if y'all hit what Russ and Absol. Y'all ain't heard. Oh that? yeah, Russ is yeah, Russ and Absol is dope. That what they want. I may have heard it, but just didn't like know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I'm my fault. Yeah, I can tell. <clears throat> that was refreshing. Like, and I just got contact this week too, so like my eyes are just like, I don't know. Ain't nothing wrong with your goddamn contact. <laughs> <laughs> you high shit. You were trying to cover this shit all that time. You were on live talking some allegedly, nigga. We can uh, see you. Not alleged. We can see you. It's <laughs> all prop. There's all props, guys. Oh, man. There's nothing in these. I'm gonna just answer prop. Oh. <laughs> That's another conversation that was good to hear because Barry and I have had conversations on here where I fuck with Reason Heavy. Like yeah. I liked that that first album. I was like cool, and the yeah. second one came out, and I was like, yeah. yeah. Especially when you hear that the first one was him all off way. beats he got off YouTube. Like, that wasn't mm-hmm. even him working with TD's producers. He literally pulled all that shit off YouTube and then paid those YouTubers to, to have the shit on the, on the, on his album. Like, sound like... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Now, oh, another... You asked who I was listening to. Y'all listen to Nana Save Yourself? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nana Save Yourself is the best pure hip-hop album in the last two years, hands down. Sound yeah, something. How do you spell it? N A N A is his name, Nana, and then the title of the album is just "Save Yourself." Normal spelling. Right. He's from Columbus. Is he? Nana? Nana B. Is, that's that's a, probably different. Nana. I okay. think this one's from Cali. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I just know Nana. I was like, what? Well, I know that name. No, I bet that's Nana yeah. B. So, question because we brought up music real quick, and mm-hmm. I know how we fuck with it, and we gonna, we gonna touch on one of the projects here. Uh, what are your thoughts on Griselda? As a what? 
collective, the the individuals, just just who your favorite? Let's just go. Yeah, there. yeah, let's go. Yeah. There. Let's go. There. My favorite. Oh, Alex. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Benny, Benny, Benny the Butcher is amazing. Huh? Westside, Westside Gun. Yeah. It depends on what you what you what do you mean by best? Are you talking about Who's the your ones? The like, one who, who, which one do you grab? If I needed if I needed to give a hot sixteen. It's going to be Westside Gun. If I needed an album, a cohesive album project that just is a great concept and sonic listen, it's going to be Benny the Butcher. But if, if the more versatile, I think you can, I think Westside Gun, you can pull the best out of Westside Gun with a more versatile set of music than you can Benny. I think Benny literally has to have a, there's like five producers in the world who can get the best out of Benny the Butcher. Yeah. I completely agree, and that's yeah. funny because my favorite is Conway the Machine. I've, so Con, Conway for me, solo as part of Brazil, <laughs> as part of that he fits in perfectly. Mm-hmm. They're a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. but I can honestly say I have never made it through a whole Conway really? project. Really? Wow. Yeah. interesting. there's very great bright spots throughout, but it's like mm-hmm. something in the album always that I'm just like, all right, I'm off that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, because I, I feel like he gives, in, in my opinion, I feel like his pen is better than Benny's. Mm. I can see that. Like, yeah. Benny writes really great yeah. songs. Yeah. In like, a way that only he could. Because I, I think about it as, as Conway gives me the stronger bars, Benny gives me the biggest star potential mm-hmm. to break away from this and go, and Westside gives me a level of creativity that the other two lack tremendously. Mm-hmm. So it's I, like the the mix goes together, but just yeah. I also feel like Conway's lazy. I can see that sometimes. As far as of a, like getting the of, of the media aspect of being an artist, mm-hmm. of like going out the interviews, being mm-hmm. over the top on mm-hmm. like going on the Breakfast Club, yeah. having a dope like. I yeah. feel like Conway's the type where it's like kind of like Absol in a way where it's like I want to I want to make my music I want to release mm-hmm. my music I'll talk to some of you niggas who I fuck with uh-huh. on the radio and then I'm going home yeah everybody else leaving <laughs> yep. yeah, yep. so. absolutely there's been many many uh, interviews I've seen where he just looked like he didn't want to be there like yeah. he was just like I'm not I'm not cool I don't know if it's like he didn't like the setting or the vibe or you it's know it's like he's still the... always ready to get shot like it's like he and I think like... that may be what they said PTSD because yeah. yeah. in, in a lot of them yeah. they said he didn't loosen up until he was a couple blunts in and was yeah. you know what I'm saying he saw mm-hmm. it was a safe space but yeah yeah. that's all I got for top what y'all got yeah I, I don't want to hold you too long because we are running pretty long but uh, anything you want to shout out your platform anybody you want to shout out I mean, follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Make sure you check out the Awakened Soul podcast, spelled plainly the Awakened Soul. Uh, check out my photography and video company, Legacy Visions. Um, I just did a concept at the Columbus Love Mural, which is getting fucking bananas. And not even that. Like, that was the main concept. I took a, a picture of the Columbus skyline. I posted it. Within 10 hours of posting it, I literally had, like, 25 orders for canvas prints of it. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, go and check that out. Shout out me there. That's my photography right now is like where most of my and videos like where most of my creativity is going. Um, so yeah, look out for those things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we need to get some pictures. I seen you front stand in front of that little Columbus sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that hard. I like so. And what do you what do you want for the wall? Yeah, it's like, it's like one off. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, we learned how to do this and this shit is fun for us. Yeah. Okay. But no, we appreciate you coming by. Yes. Anything else? Nope. Any nope. awkward um, handshake? 
Wash your ass. Wear your mask. Wash your ass. I'm not wearing that uh, shit no more. June second. We know you outside, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you don't wear cotton. We don't worry about masks. <laughs> outside, baby. Listen, uh, if you eat ass, don't even worry about wearing. You <laughs> feel What's the He's point? The point there. He. What's if you had Flintstone vitamins growing up, and as an adult you eat ass, I feel like you've gotten everything. <laughs> your immune system is built. Yeah, your immune system is built up. Good. good. We good, baby. We outside. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wine about to bless somebody with a meal. <laughs> My family put it in. I'm a bill rich. If they get it, you feel me? So let's go. We outside. Yeah, but yeah. Watch your ass though. What he said. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was oh, gonna oh. say uh, just like that. Yeah, we're gone. Bye, guys. <laughs> Pow! Put that little shit away. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot that shit in the 